welcome to the Abundant Self Podcast, a podcast where we talk about everything there is to learn and to know about what it truly means to have life and life in abundance. My name is Sharon Chebaibai and thank you so much for tuning in. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good whatever time it is that you're tuning in to today's episode. I hope you are well and staying safe wherever it is that you are. If this is your very first time here, my good name is Sharon Chabaibai and welcome to the Abundant Self Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is the very last episode of the year or rather the final episode of the year and I am so excited. I am so happy and proud and honored to just be here with you today. I mean... Just looking back at when we started the podcast in August 2022 this year, and now it's December, the time of recording this episode, and I am honestly just honored, I think, and humbled that we have made it this far, that despite the many times that I thought that this is not something worth doing, that I did not listen to that. I did not listen to that inner critic, but I decided to walk in obedience and to just follow what God had in store for me, for this podcast and the work that he wanted to do through it. So I'm really excited and I'm really honored to have you here. And if you have tuned in, You know, if you have listened to all the episodes, including the trailer, up until this very particular moment, thank you. Here's a round of applause (laughs) for you and to you. Thank you so much for your support. Honestly, I wouldn't be here without you. I wouldn't be here without, you know, the heartfelt reviews that I have been getting, the the words of encouragement, every single thing that you have done, whether big or small, whatever way you have supported this podcast, whether it's by following, subscribing, sharing the episodes, or even just listening in as you are right now. I want to appreciate you and thank you for walking this journey of abundance with me so far. So like I said, on this episode, being the very last episode of the year, we're just going to be recapping what we have talked about. And honestly, we have covered quite a number of conversations here on the podcast. And I was looking at the reviews and some of the episodes that many people liked. And I saw, you know, Very many people enjoyed the episode on imposter syndrome. Very many people enjoyed the episode on how to become mentally attractive. Also, how to walk away from inauthenticity. I mean, for me, that was also one of my favorite episodes. But just looking at the conversations that we have been having so far on the podcast, from authenticity to our previous episodes also on handling burnout, imposter syndrome, understanding the scarcity versus abundance mindset. That was also a major episode for many of you. And just looking at those conversations that we have been having, it just takes me back to why I decided to start this podcast, which is, of course, to encourage young people, to encourage people like myself who had gotten to a point in their lives where all we are thinking about is, is there really more? You know, is there really more that life has to offer, right? So is there really more that life has to offer? And it's unfortunate that, like I said, life has been reduced to 
pretty mundane things, you know, eating, sleeping, paying bills and dying. And I remember for me, that was very strong this year because I was thinking that surely there has to be more to life than this. You know, I just can't be waking up and going to work every day all in the name of getting a salary at the end of the month. Surely I need to be doing something that leaves an impact in the lives of people. You know, and that is something or rather that is a decision or a choice that very many people cannot afford to make. Because when you think about how you need to put food on the table, how you need to pay your bills, you know, how you need to meet your needs, comparing that or rather when you look at that and then when you look at the fact that. Very many people today have been forced, for example, into careers or doing things that they're not passionate about all in the name of paying their bills. It's really unfortunate, you know. And I remember even sharing one time at a discussion when someone had asked, what is happiness? What does happiness mean to you? And I said, for me, happiness means being able to do something that I love and actually making a living out of it. But like I said, that is a decision or rather that is a choice that very many people cannot afford to make. And I knew when I was starting this podcast or even when I was sharing the stories that I have been sharing on the storytelling blog, that surely I am not the only one who is thinking about these things. Because when does it stop? Because... If we were just born to wake up in the morning, go to work, you know, have a family, get married, take our children to school and the like, and we're not really doing more, then what is the meaning of life? You know, why were we created on this earth? Because I want to believe that God didn't create us to just come here to pay bills. There has to be something that God has put in each and every one of us that is meant to add meaning into our lives, you know. And every day, every single minute of your life, you may not really consciously or intentionally think about it, but every one of us has this innate desire. Every one of us has this need to live and lead a meaningful life. And that has been the question that we have been asking all throughout this podcast. That has been the foundation of our podcast, which is what does it mean to live a meaningful life? What does it mean to live a life of abundance, to know that you have everything that you need, to know that, you know, every opportunity, every resource, every absolutely everything that you need is available to you. So that has been the foundation of this podcast. That has been what we have been trying to answer. And that is, what does it really mean? What does it really mean to live a meaningful life? What does it really mean to live a life of abundance? You know, knowing and understanding that you have everything that you need to live the life that God has called you to live, you know? And that is why we have been talking about conversations surrounding mental health, you know, imposter syndrome, handling burnout, because there's so many things that hinder us from living an abundant life. There's so many things that hinder us from living a meaningful life. Our mindsets, how we look at life, how we think about life, how we think about the opportunities that are presented to us. 
So this, actually, this past few weeks, I have been getting a lot of reviews on the episode on understanding the scarcity versus abundance mindset. And I decided to speak a little more into it. And like I said, this has been the founding belief or rather the founding idea of this podcast is how do we adopt the abundance mindset how do we live abundantly and like we said i mean for anything if you want your life to change actually i saw that in a post today on instagram that if you want your life to change if you want to change your life then you all you need to do is change your thought processes change your mindset and living abundantly means also that we need to adopt an abundant or the abundance mindset and it just takes me back to early this year when I had quit my job (laughs) and I know I have said this story over and over again (laughs) on the podcast and I remember I even actually mentioned it in the previous episode on handling burnout about how I had really for the longest time before I even started the podcast, just thought about how exactly am I going to fill up my free time? Because I realized, okay, I have quit my job. I do not have plan A, B, C, or D. I do not have another backup plan to sort of help me yet again, pay my bills, meet my needs, all my financial goals and the like. So I remember thinking, how exactly am I going to fill up my free time? You know, how exactly am I going to ensure that I am not idle, first of all, that the next time I am meeting my friends or someone, if someone is to ask me, such a bye-bye, what do you do? You know, I would have something to say because no one really is going to believe that you quit your job and you're just seated at home doing nothing. Because who does that? (laughs) Who does that, you know? So I remember during that time when I was busy applying for jobs, let me tell you, I sent in thousands upon thousands, countless upon countless of applications and I wasn't getting any good feedback. I mean, I remember there was this one time actually, I had spent, I think, 800 shillings going to an interview and I did everything they asked. They even like gave me, you know, those, um, they even called me, I think for a second interview. I remember, I mean, things were really looking good. Things were really, really looking good. I had high hopes. And then after all that, I got a regret, you know, those regret emails, you know, we regret to inform you that, And then they tell you, but we will keep your resume so that if any opportunity comes up, you'll be the first person to know, but then you'll never hear, you'll never hear from them again. And I remember, honestly, it was the most, I, I don't even know what, I can't even think about how I was feeling. I At that time, I can't even put it in words, but all I know is that I was so sad I was so besides myself because I was thinking why is nothing working out for me I mean surely I had prayed and I had asked God to let his will be done so why exactly was it not happening why was I not getting a call back I mean surely I had told God that I wanted to do something that matters I wanted to make a difference in the lives of people so why was I why was I not getting a job that would help me do exactly that I was so heartbroken. I was so, I was just besides myself, honestly. And I remember at that time, 
a thought that actually crossed my mind is maybe there is nothing out there for me. You know, maybe I am not fit for this employment thing. Maybe I am not, maybe I'm not good enough, you know, to get a job. And it even became worse because I was looking at what my friends were doing, you know, how they were achieving so, so much. And in my head, I'm just there and I'm thinking, okay, surely I have to be the problem because why is nothing working out for me? I am sending resumes, I am sending CVs, I am doing absolutely everything that I can you know, to land the next job. So why is it not working? And on so many nights, I would ask God this question of, you know, when when is it going to happen for me? I mean, I just quit my job, surely. Am I really going to stay without a job now again for the rest of my life? And now I found myself in that place where I doubted God, I doubted his plan, I doubted myself as well because, I mean, at this point, I'm already really beating myself up and I'm already thinking that the reason I'm not getting a job is because I am a problem. You know, it was just a mess, honestly. It was a mess. And at that time, I think later on is now when I realized that without knowing it, I was operating from a scarcity mindset because... I think I even mentioned this in the very first episodes where I was saying, who lied to us that you need to get a job for you to be successful? Who lied to us, you know, that the only way to make it in life is by having a salary at the end of the month. But you see, at that point, the reason I was even chasing after every opportunity I was taking, let me tell you, I think I took a quite a number of online courses because at that particular moment, actually, it wasn't really about professional development. It was about, I really need to do all these courses because if I don't do them, then I will not get a job. You know, if I don't keep learning something new, if I don't keep doing this, if I don't do this, if I don't do that, then things won't work out for me. But is that really true? Is that really true? I mean, when I think about it right now, It was a scarcity mindset because every opportunity I would get, literally, I would see a job ad and I would apply for it. I even applied for jobs that were way, like jobs that, how do I even put it? There were jobs that had nothing to do with the degree that I got in in campus. There were jobs that I had never even considered applying for because it's not things... Actually, I started applying for jobs that I would never enjoy doing because all I was thinking about at that point is that I cannot survive without a salary at the end of the month. Surely, surely I need to get a job. And see, that is a scarcity mindset. Because with a scarcity mindset, all you can ever think about is you can never have enough or there's never going to be enough. Is it really true? I mean, is that really true that there are limited opportunities? That there are limited resources out there? Because when you think about the abundance mindset, it tells you that there is enough. Yes, you do not have a job right now, but it doesn't mean 
that is the that there is no opportunity that is out there for you because for me at this particular point like i said i wasn't just applying for jobs because you know i needed to grow my career it's because all i was thinking about is i will lose out on these jobs i will lose out on these opportunities if i don't you know take as many courses as i can if i don't send out as many applications as i can and the like but i i want to believe that that is a lie just thinking about who I am, thinking about every experience that I have gone through from the time that I was a child up until this moment, the people that I have met, you know, going to school, the skills that I have gotten, the things that I'm passionate about, the things that I have already, that I had already started doing, like the storytelling blog. I mean, I am amazing, you know, there is so much about me that, of course, I cannot even credit to myself. There are so many ways in which I have had to show up for myself. There are so many ways in which I have had to give love to myself, extend grace to myself. And there's so many things, there's so many, prog there's a lot of progress, there's a lot of growth, there's a lot of personal investment that I have done that has got me to where I am today. But in that moment of uncertainty, in that moment of not knowing what my future is going to be like, I started doubting myself. I started doubting in my skills. I started doubting in who I am. I started doubting myself because things were not going according to my plan. Because quitting my job was definitely not my plan. I had no intention of quitting my job that early because I was only like, I think, nine months into the job. And I was really actually looking forward to working for that organization, I think, for about two years. <laughs> and when I think about it now, honestly, <laughs> I don't think it would have worked. But you see, it's in those moments when you're full of despair, that you you lose sight of the bigger picture, that you lose sight of the subtle callings, you know, that subtle voice inside of you that keeps pointing you towards the right direction, that keeps pointing you to your next season, to your next step. And all we have to do is listen to that voice, to trust that voice. And that brings me to the biggest lesson that I have learned this year which I can simply summarize in two words, and that is trust God. Honestly, when I look back at how my year began up until now, I was even telling my friend that I am not the same person. When I started out this year, I didn't start out with resolutions like I usually do, but I guess somehow I knew that I wanted that innate feeling of wanting to make a difference, that innate feeling of wanting to make an impact, to live an impact, to live a meaningful life was so strong in me. And the idea for starting the podcast, I mean, this is something that I had been thinking about for two years and seven months, to be precise. I had been thinking about it for a very long time. All I needed to do is just start. All I needed to do was just trust that if God had planted the seed in my heart, if God had planted this idea, 
because he did, then he would take care of everything. Because even when I wanted to start the podcast, again, I was thinking about, I don't have equipment. I don't have this and that. Am I really well-spoken? Am I really able to deliver a message, you know, fluently and eloquently in a way that my listeners would understand? I was thinking about so much. But if there is something that I have learned this year, and I am learning <laughs> because I cannot say that, you know, I have mastered it. I cannot say that I trust, you know, I cannot say that I have mastered the art of trusting God because there are mornings, there are days I wake up and I'm, I just ask myself, what am I doing? Why am I even doing this? And God, what exactly do you want to do with my life? Because I cannot see it. And the reason for that is because as a generation, my generation, you know, we have been called the microwave generation, which is, by the way, a very bad term. <laughs> but we are, you know, or rather we have, I mean, that is who we have portrayed ourselves to be, where we really want things to happen immediately. When we want them, you know, when you put food in the microwave, two minutes, you want it to be hot get it out, eat, get onto the next thing. And so certain mornings I would wake up and I'm just asking God, when is it happening? When is it happening? I know you've said you have a great plan for me, plans to prosper me and not to harm me, but to give me hope and a future. So when, when is this plan? When is this plan happening? And what is this plan? And the other day, I remember I was just making fun with my friends and we're just thinking about how I've actually seen this meme where it says, you know, after you've been praying to God for something for a long time, but you still keep checking, you know, checking in on God and asking him, so how, how is this thing going? I prayed about it last week. So where are we at it? You know, have you started working on it? Forgetting that God is not a man, you know, he doesn't work the way we do. He doesn't operate the way we do and all he asks from us is to trust him to choose his plan over our own plans and I know for me I love being in control I love knowing that I am in control of every situation of absolutely everything and walking in obedience and choosing to surrender everything every one of my plans every one of my dreams of my goals and ambitions and choosing to follow his plan that I may not exactly have a clear picture of has been difficult. It has been hard. And that is why I am saying that it is something that I have learned and I am learning this year. To just trust God. Even in those moments when doubt once again creeps in and I want things to happen fast and my way. It's just catching myself doubting, you know, just catching myself in that particular moment and reminding myself that once again, if God put this seed in my heart, then I should trust him to see it till the very end. I like the verse, actually, it's just coming to me right now, this verse that says that the work that God for the so for the good work <laughs> that God has begun in you, he will surely bring it to completion. He will. 
And allow me to just speak that to you as well. I do not know how your year has been. I do not know what you have been trusting in God for. I do not know what you have been hoping and praying for and believing for. But I want you to remember, first of all, what God says. He says, for I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, but to give you hope and to give you a future. Remember also another verse that is coming to me right now, that no eye has seen, no ear has heard, and no mind has even fathomed what God is about to do in your life. And guess what? The good work that God has begun in you, whatever it is, this absolutely a good a good work that he has begun in you whether you have already seen it or not he has begun it in you and he will be faithful enough to bring it to completion and isaiah isaiah says that when the time is right i the lord will make it happen and that is something that i want to send and just speak to you even as this year comes to a close. I know it's during this time that we like to think about how, you know, the things that we have learned, the things, the lessons that we have gained. But, and it's also during this time that, you know, when we get to interact with all these posts on social media, you're also thinking, so it really looks like things have been happening for many people. Things have been happening for my friends, for your friends. Things have been happening for people, but you don't really seem to see what... God is doing in your life, right? So believe and trust. Believe and trust that the good work that God has begun in you, he will surely bring it to completion. Sometimes it gets hard to celebrate your friends, to celebrate what is happening in your in the in the lives of your loved ones because it's not exactly happening in yours, right? And that is something that has been really strong for me this year. But see, when you trust God, when you allow his will to be done, because it's one thing to tell God to let his will be done, and it's another to actually allow and let, actually just let his will be done. When you do that, it is going to become so easy for you to celebrate with others, to clap for others, because you know that your, yours is coming as well. Whatever it is that you're praying for, whatever it is that you're trusting in God for, you will celebrate with others because you know that yours is coming. And that is abundance. That is the essence of abundance because you know that just because it's happening for someone else doesn't mean it won't happen for you because, I mean, who says it will not? The mere fact that you are alive in this moment, the mere fact that you've been listening or hearing my voice in this moment, it has got to mean something. Your life matters. You matter. And God did not put you on this earth to feel sorry for yourself to feel bad about what other what he's doing in other people's lives. No, the same God who is showing up for other people is the same God that is going to show up for you as well. 
And something that I have really been encouraging myself with this year is, like I said, <laughs> I really love knowing that I'm in control and I really love plans. I love planning. And something that I have been encouraging myself with is the fact that if the plans, I mean, just think about it. If the plans that I have for myself are this good, because sometimes I sit down and I look at my journal and I look at the very many things that I want to happen in my life. There are good things. You know, they're absolutely great things. And then what encourages me even more is that God's plan, God's plans for me are even better than the plans I have for myself. And that usually just, honestly, it gets me so motivated, so energized <laughs> to do life, to enjoy life, to have it abundantly because I know that, you know, he is watching over me because I know that every single thing that I do, every single thought, every single seed, every single plan, every single good work that he has begun in me, every single thing that he is doing in my life is leading me to the greater plan, you know, to this greater vision that he has for my life. And so, yeah, that is something that I have been really, really learning this year. And I really hope that you can take it with you as well. Trust God. Trust his plan. Trust that if 2022 was not exactly great for you, trust that 2023 is going to be better. You know? Just surrender all the plans. I mean, surrender. Surrender. Actually, when you think about trusting God, and I've even written about this in my blog post, a very special blog post that is going to be coming out tomorrow, is that trusting God means just surrender, just surrender, you know? And that is a word that keeps ringing in my mind, that to trust God means to fully surrender to his will, to his plan, to every single thing that he wants to do to you and through you, you know? So yeah, I hope that you can take this with you towards the rest of the year. And I really do hope and pray that things will work out for you. I was talking to a former colleague of mine just actually today before I recorded this episode. And they were sharing with me, you know, how things have not exactly been easy for them. Uh, just this few months towards the end of the year. And like I said, it's during this time that we like to share about how great things have been happening in our lives. You know, people will even be sharing how this has been the one of the best years of their lives, and that's okay. But what does it mean for those who did not exactly have the best year? For those who lost their loved ones, for those who lost their jobs, their livelihoods. What does it mean for those people? You know? So this is me encouraging you that when the time is right, God will make it happen for you too as well. And, you know, like they like to say, it can't always be night. Joy comes in the morning. It can't always, things can't always be hopeless. Things can't always go wrong. Everything is going to work out for your good. 
and I hope and pray that this becomes true in your life. that is basically it for today's episode once again i just like to thank you and appreciate you for your support thank you for 300 oh actually thank you for over 300 total plays on the podcast and thank you to all 58 of you who have subscribed to the podcast honestly i I do not even have the words to say to just appreciate your support. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for trusting and believing in this journey of abundance. Yeah. So, so far, like I said, we have published 12 episodes. I think this is going to be the 13th episode and we are currently actually now available on Anchor, on Spotify. You can find us on Google Podcasts, on CastBox, on Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Amazon Music and Audible. And you can also find us on AfriPods. So AfriPods is actually a Actually, if you know about it, it's a podcasting platform that is actually meant to amplify African voices. So if you have the AfriPods app or if you know anyone who listens to their podcasts on AfriPods, then share this with them that they can now find the Abundance of Podcast on AfriPod. So yeah, I'd also like to appreciate and give a special shout out to the other podcast, the AYLF podcast, where I co-host with my very good friend, Beth Banyoro. And I mean, it has been an equally interesting journey because many of you do not know this, <laughs> but it's the AYLF podcast that actually gave me the push to start my very own podcast. And of course, that could also not have been possible if it were not for my good friend, Beth Vanyoro, who also shared actually something with me. I know I have been mentioning this um, in my blogs and I think I actually mentioned it somewhere on my blog where I said I was venting to her about an unrelated matter and I remember she said just do it scared you know she was giving me advice on <laughs> something completely unrelated but I decided to use that same wisdom for this podcast I was very scared to start it but I decided to do it scared and look at where we are right now so thank you so much Beth and thank you to the whole AOLF fraternity and also I'd like to give a very special shout out to Stride the podcast where I was a guest just this past month I am going to leave a link to that episode on the show notes be sure to go check out the episode be sure to follow and subscribe to Stride the podcast as well to the AYLF podcast and of course thank you you, you who is listening to this right now for your continued support, your heartfelt reviews that have helped to add more meaning, more value and more life to the show. So when will we be back? When will we be back? Uh, like I said, I think right now, this episode is going live on the 21st of December, just a few days before Christmas. <laughs> and I know we are all looking forward to Christmas, to the holiday season. Actually, the holiday season is already here with us. So we will be taking a short break and we will be back on the 18th of January 2023 so mark your calendars like your calendars people we are going to be back on the 18th of january 2023 bigger better and with more edifying and inspiring content but before then 
in the meantime, be sure to subscribe to our newsletter. Now, allow me to speak about this newsletter. We are going to be having a newsletter that is called, or rather the name of our newsletter is the Sounding Board Newsletter. And I remember I was thinking about how I don't want to just be connecting with you on the podcast or on social media, but I want us to just, you know, keep having consistent and constant communication and just continue walking this journey of abundance with you, where we talk about what it really means to have life in abundance, sharing topics, sharing opinionated pieces, sharing resources, and very many other things that can help us to understand what it means to have life and have it more abundantly. So that is a sounding board newsletter. It is going to be launched officially on the 18th of January, actually. So you can subscribe to that newsletter. In the meantime, I have left a link to that on the show notes. And remember also, other than, of course, being an exclusive member of the Abundant Self community, the sounding board newsletter is also going to help you to stay in the loop with what is happening, both on our storytelling blog, that is Shabai by Span, and here on the podcast as well. Now, speaking of the storytelling blog, we have a special blog post that is going live tomorrow. That is on the 22nd of December 2022. So be sure to be on the lookout for that and for the inspiring stories that we have coming up in 2023. I have been conducting a number of interviews and honestly, I cannot wait for you to read the stories, the great inspiring stories that we have in store for you. But for now, be sure to look out for that. I have left a link to Chabai by Spen on the show notes yet again. And I hope that it's actually a really special blog post. And like I said, now that we have been talking about the lessons that we have been learning this year, I've also decided to just write a special final blog post as well for the year that will just help to cement on what we have been talking about today. As always, I hope you remember that we exist to inspire and motivate you to become the best version of yourself and to embrace a life of abundance, a mindset of abundance, most importantly. We are committed to abundance, we are committed to growth, and most importantly, we are committed to God-glorifying influence. That said, here's to wishing you a merry, merry Christmas and an abundant 2023. Until then, bye-bye. There you have it. This has been the Abundant Self Podcast with me, Sharon Chabaybay. If this episode has been helpful to you, feel free to share it with your friends and family. We'd also love to hear from you. If you have any feedback or questions relating to today's episode, then go ahead and leave us a voice message on the hotline number in the show notes. Feel free to also rate and review us from wherever you get your podcasts. If you remember nothing else from today's episode, I hope you remember that you have been called to have life and life in abundance and that I am rooting for you always.